It's, on, it's actually on Spotify. Spotify? Yeah. What's it under? Uh, uh, Zoltron. Hold on. Like Z O L T R A N. T R O N. Oh, thank you. That's pretty good. Yeah. So what do, what are you talking about on there? Um. Really, it's like all right. So if I have my laptop at any moment, I'll uh I'll just start recording. But like it'll be a during like a happy session with my friends or like other people. But I always ask them like ahead of time on the first episode when I record. I'm like, do I have rights to record you? And they all be like, yeah. And then at that point, you already signed that contract. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, out of control. But, like, they're my friends. So, you know, it's all good times. And, like, yesterday I was hanging out with my buddy. And it was just, it was funny. He was like, what did he say? He was like, like, his girl, his girlfriend, his baby mom's, like, got mad at him. And he was acting pissy and moaning. And he was like, man. I kick I kick her out my trailer or kick her out kick her out my house and his brother lives with him and his brother's like all cat but it was like at, during the set it was a weed session so we were like powwowing it yeah but like it was just funny it's just too funny because like I know him so it's like I know it's all cat like he plays like he's tough whatever but like low key around closed doors he's like she's wearing the pants yeah there it is there it is. <laughs> Yeah, so you have, like, these sessions with your friends where you can just kind of talk about whatever. And it's, yeah. like, a safe place to just ruminate on Yeah, that. and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And we don't really care where it goes. We just, you know what I mean? Our mind's not even on it. We just do it, and then mm-hmm. we realize, like, in, like in the future, we have something to go back on and just, like, laugh at ourselves. Like, yeah. Just, I don't know. Or go back and just be amazed at ourselves, too, because we have come up with some trinkets, some treasures of knowledge. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. I've always wanted to do a a podcast. I have a good idea for one. What is it? No, I don't want it, because I might try to do it. You should do it. What is it? Um, Asking children about, you know, PG questions, but about the world. We go because, all in. No, we can't hide nothing from the kids. Because like. they they have the purest answers. Yeah. They have the most real answers. And a lot of times they have creative solutions. Yeah. My best friend, my, when you said that, it made me think of my best friend. Mm-hmm. She uh, we she was in church as a kid, and mm-hmm. she told me about a story, like, why she has a bad experience with churches and why, like, she wasn't running from God. Like, she was just, like, she was, like, pushed out, so she resented it that. You know what I mean? And, uh, oh, yeah. She said that she was in a church and she just had a question. It was one question that fucked her all up. <laughs> she like like fucked the whole church up. I mean, and and like they were. She said they were preaching and at the end of the sermon, they out of all the kids in the church, they gave her the mic and said, "Ask her a question." Like you got a question for the Lord, and she said, "Yeah." And and she said, "She said, Pastor." And he said, "What?" And she said, "Why isn't dinosaurs mentioned in the Bible?" And it destroyed the pastor. He was just, he was angry. I was like, wow. That's a cute question for a kid. And it's a girl too, a little girl. So like, I feel like that's, that's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that was a boss question. Mm -hmm. Like, and then she got kicked out of the church. Her mom couldn't go back, back to the church. So it was like, from that point, 
Like once you already messed up, like you didn't even mess up in high school if you yet. Like you messed up in church, like okay. at a young age. When you, <laughs> like I can only imagine, and well, I imagined what I imagined and lived. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> it's so interesting. Yeah. And to that, I, if I was the pastor, I'd have been like, "That's a great question. Like you are really intelligent to be formulating some a question like that." Yeah. But instead. She was met with defensiveness. But she's a very, like, she's very wise. Like, she's a very smart woman. Mm-hmm. And, like, granted, she's just, she she wants to go out like a rock star, you know? Mm-hmm. And I support her in that. And, like, pinkies up all the way. But, like, at the same time, like, uh, where was I going with this? No, I just feel like the people view her different now. Like, because, like... I don't think anybody knows about that. Like she didn't like she got cake from the church. So every time I said you better pray, she'd be like <laughs> she'll say y'all need y'all need Satan. I'm like what though? What you need what? She said no y'all need Satan. But like she be playing though. Like she be uh-huh. like because like she's she's only trying to recover from her childhood. So like mm-hmm. that's just like and then if I'm wrong, like correct me. But like at the same time, I feel like it's just another way of like. As African Americans, we took the word nigger and turned said nigger as a word of endearment and to embrace each other because mm-hmm. we know it'll never stop. So, like, you know what I mean? We gotta. You took your power back. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just, I don't, when people tell her she needs to change on certain things, I don't, I don't think she should. I feel like she, she's growing in a better path, but at the same time, don't I? I'm, I take pride, like, glow in her because mm-hmm. like. She she definitely don't let the world change her or change her views because she knows what she wants and what she wants to do. And, like, she's not hurting anyone or doing anything. So at that point, like... She's aligned with her truth. Yeah, and she's she doesn't let anyone deteriorate her from it or anything. So mm-hmm. I like that. She don't she has no fabrications on the inside of her soul. She lives that out brightly, you know. But yeah. it's it's very... It's sometimes scary, but, like, mm-hmm. she, she means no harm. Mm-hmm. It's just she's... Playing with the car she's dealt. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I don't know how we got on that tent, but <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to do. Yeah. So speaking of aligning with truth, how do we feel today in this moment about aligning with your own truth? You feel like you're heading in that direction? You're yeah. already there or Yeah, no. I don't I think I have a long way to go still. Mm-hmm. Um uh I just feel like um for the very first time even out of retrospect here, I'm talking like, even in my past life, I feel like I think that I'm I, I'm on a path that is known but unknown. Like it's unknown because I I've always known the path. It was in me, but like I never seen the path. Like and been in this position to walk it. So every step is like you know what I mean. Like it's it's the step. That, it's the right step, but like. It's just, I'm the only, I'm, in, I'm my biggest enemy now because, like, to know something and do something you've never seen, but you do it like you've seen it before. And you you can't call it deja vu because deja vu is seeing and doing something twice and that you remember it. Like, I just, I just remember movements and that path, but I don't remember actually doing it. Yeah. And here I am. And here you are. <laughs> yeah. That's so. right. Yeah. 
So you feel like you are on this this path, and parts of it are unknown, but parts of it are known. Yeah. The parts that aren't known feel a little bit uncomfortable sometimes. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to get a job, linking in. Mm-hmm. Like, You're trying to look for a job. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a part of your, your path? Yeah. No, music is. And in and work, yeah. I, yes, yes. I'm looking for anything at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. I got to go see a guy at a car shop because he told me to call him. So, like, I'm banking on this again. He gave me an opportunity before, and I, I he didn't meet the requirements as a boss, I guess. Yeah. Or he probably seen something in me that I wasn't ready but like the, our last conversation, it went very well, and he was like, "It'll be great to have you part of the team," and that's a line I heard, never heard from his mouth ever. So I'm like, I'm in there, you know. Yeah. So, and where is this at? Uh, right next door to my. Actually, like it's like. Really. Yeah, it's like you walk. Yeah, it's like right down the road on Getty by the drive-ins. That's perfect. It's called CNH. CNH. Yeah, okay. and he does car details and like Ooh, he yeah. sands them down and he can he, like he's pretty good. Auto body, I guess you would call it. Mm-hmm. You had that conversation with you last week or recently? Yeah, last week. Nice. I paid. I owed him some money because I bought this. Um, and like it would take up like from here to the that wall. Yeah. And it has an eight track, and oh. it has a vinyl player. It does. Yeah, and it's old school, and it has like the design of it is I never seen anything like it because the speakers are built into the frame. Mm-hmm. And I bought it for forty dollars, but I looked Shut it up. It's pretty expensive. Yeah, forty bucks, you guys. Yeah, heard? straight. He, it was just in the sun, and I was like, "Yo, can I buy that?" He was like, "Yeah, I don't know if it works or not, but we can put it in my truck and take it to the house." And I was like, "Bet." He helped me bring it in, plugged it in, boom. So Shut yeah, up. so I bought a couple of records. I got a couple of records right now, mainly new school, like new era. But like yeah. soon I'll dab back in under the roots because you like, gotta. yeah. But I want to get it refurbished and fixed up because like mm-hmm. the A track is just hanging down, okay. and then that's all. And I gotta get a new needle for the vinyl. The vinyl. Yeah, and then once that's done, I'll Those do. Those are like little fixes though. Yeah, and I'm pretty happy about it. And I got Drake's Scorpion album, nice. and then I got two uh, two J Cole albums, mm-hmm. vinyls. So. That's exciting. Yeah, the Forest Hill and what is the other one? Oh man, I don't know, I forget. Is, is it Tales of No Forest Hill? Oh Lord, Born to No, not Born to Sin. I'll come back to that later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but no, yeah. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah. It's right now. It's just sitting. I listen to the radio because the sound, it's wild. And I like it, but now we got a baby. It's unplugged. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. And my stu- I got my studio thing set up, like, right in front of it. So, Perfect. like, yeah. So, like, it's pretty dope. Like, it's my, and then I have, like, a, what do you call them? When you put your feet on ottoman. A little recline. Oh, ottoman. Yeah. Nice. So, I got an ottoman in front of it. So, like, it goes couch, table, ottoman, and then my studio. But there's walkpad. So, like, I could still be around the baby while he's running around and playing. But, like, mm-hmm. all his little sounds are in my music, always. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, like, I try to get him when he, like, when he's happy. I try to get him around the mic mm-hmm. so I catch little sounds. That's a good idea. Yeah. Save him. Yeah, because then I like, to, I like to keep it real. So I add everyone in my family or friends into my, mm-hmm. in my art. Because, like, at the end of the day, 
I, I want everybody to eat at my table, so. Mm -hmm. So what are some of, like, if you were to go today shopping for some vinyls of things that you grew up on that yeah. inspired you to get into music, what would you look for there? Oh, well, oh, that was a good question. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, well, most definitely, the I'm going to have to go, like, with the typical cliche. I'm going to look for the Chronic album. I got to get the Dr. Dre. I got to get... Al Green, he's in the playlist. Lauren Hill. And now Erica Badu, like I've always felt like I've heard her music, but I've just learned about her. Okay. So I gotta throw her definitely on there because like I listened to one of her songs called uh Through the Window or okay. Window. And it, she was in a sweatsuit and like I think she was speaking for women's rights, I think, or something, and like she had the sweatsuit on and by the end of the music video she just got off a, b a bus and she was singing throughout her music video and she, by the end of it she just stripped down naked and mm -hmm. like like was it was it was a, a I don't know how, to, how I really felt about it you know what yeah. I mean like on a sense of deep feeling but like the, the the message was powerful you know what I mean and seeing it for the first time and even it's that back old to make a hit like that on American someone is pretty big oh it's so, huge so, especially back then yeah so check out Erica Badu if you want okay. I don't know you probably I know her yeah and the Fuji's, yeah, yeah. And so, mm -hmm. you know, Charlie Chaplin. Um, if you could pick like one artist that like helped you get through your adolescence when you felt pain. Lil Wayne. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That would that would be the one, and then the one that's helping me now or helped me through this portal of unknown mush yeah, you know what I mean yeah. like that was definitely I'm gonna have to say that's Drake like mm -hmm. Drake got me like they like to keep it real mm -hmm. Young Money raised me like mm -hmm. for real for like if it wasn't for the music I don't think I know where I, cause like once again like for my last session like growing up in an all-white school and going through that trauma not knowing what's going on around you yeah. and the only thing i had black was my headphones that was connecting me with my roots and my mom didn't she was a christian home so like i had to sneak my music so my brother he, he back in the day when limewire was a thing you know what i mean like i, I download i got to download like four or five songs and that was definitely young money songs like it was a song called i'm raw and like I don't know, and then forever, and it was this I don't know. It was just, and then Eminem was in there too. When I was I wrote the short bus. Listen, me and my buddy Brock, like Brock, like we both were like we were cool kids, but like we got kicked out of Holton because we were wild kids, yeah. and we went to Montague, and we had to ride the short buses. That was the only bus to Montague from where we lived. Okay. So like it was. I don't know. Eminem helped me through that. Like, good. I heard Toy Soldiers, and once I heard that, I was I was on. I was like, all right, I get it. I get it. I get it. Like, I was there. But yeah. Good. And two parts occurred for real. Like, like I shouldn't even have to announce. That, like, from the Biggie to I still have a Biggie album. I got to listen to called More Money, More Problems. Oh like, God, yes. Yeah. So I'm just. That's amazing. I'm catching up on my literature, but slowly because like. Darla, she doesn't, she, she's, you know, she, she sometimes it gets out of control. Like, she's like, I don't really know what you hear in this. I'm like, 
me either. Like, just walk with me. Like, leave me, leave me be. Like, for real, like, it's just study, and she, mm-hmm. I like the fact that she respects that. Good. She's beautiful for that. Like, she's very patient. Couldn't ask for a better family. <laughs> I like going on YouTube and just looking at two Yeah. Interviews. Oh yeah, like when he was locked that? up. Yeah. He just was, listen to. He was so wise. Very passionate too. Where he was, like so passionate, so loving, and just really great ideas. I yeah. feel like about the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to think about some of the things that got us through tough moments, even now. Like you said, like you know, some of these music artists are even getting me through right now. Yeah, yeah. Because you are so passionate about music, so thinking about those is like a coping skill. Yeah, yes, right? it's therapy for real, for real. Because like mm-hmm. sometimes, like sessions, like we don't get enough. Either in our case, we don't get enough time, or like with my last therapist, like he was he was a. a a professor at Michigan State University, okay. so like his his intellect was up there. So like that's why I think that I did meet him, and I feel like maybe that's why God gave me him first. You know what I mean? So I I would be able to handle myself and be able to handle conversations, and situations when not ready to normally. But like, um, yeah, Ventries, he was a good man. Like he ta- it was just hard sometimes because like he would ask you questions that would make you actually challenge you. And, like, most kids would probably get mad and throw a fit or break down in front of them instead of trying to actually problem solve and complete the process. But, like, I was all about it. I was like, I like puzzles. Bring it on. Like, yes. So, we, it was a fight. It was a struggle. Years, years. And he kept on. And, like, it was a point where he, he took interest that he would do he would do my sessions for free. Aww, yeah. Like, he so was cool. Sweet. And, yeah. So, that's yeah. Funny. I had two therapists in my life. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Because sometimes we find therapists and we don't like them. Yeah. And they don't get us or we don't get them, you know? Yeah. And it's a hard process. <laughs> Indeed it is. I know I've had a couple before where I'm just like, mm-mm. Yeah. It's going to work. <laughs> so I'm glad that you had him. And you are very intelligent, so... You know, having things where you can intellectualize as a coping skill to kind of like work through it yeah. um, to, with your knowledge and even learning more. Yeah, it's always probably healing for you. No, it is. It is, mm-hmm. and most people would be in this situation and think it's like overwhelming or mm-hmm. I can't handle. But like, this is like better for me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. more problems, the more easier. Like, I don't know, but that's not a true statement because. I want to break down in the physical. I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. But someone kiss me up, so I just thank, thank God for that one. So. Yeah, you're blessing. And you are very creative, too. So, you know, having those problem-solving skills is effective, and it's easy to you. Yeah. Or at least exciting. You no, know, yeah. Like, I hate smiling because I smile so much. Like, my first name ever, back in the days, <laughs> I used to, it was a Yahoo. Yeah. And I, it was, my nickname used to be Smiley Forever. Mm-hmm. So, I've come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> you said you don't like Smiley. I don't, because his cheeks hurt. You remember the bar- <laughs> the Barbie and Toy Story? She was like, can I stop smiling now? Yeah. My cheeks hurt. Like, <laughs> oh, 
Okay now. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> oh my. Well, today we're kind of going to get going on your person centered plan. So, from like in your own words, what would you say is kind of like the presenting problem in your life, or like maybe it's like internally, like with your cognition? Financial. Financial. It's all financial now. Because, like, like I hate where I, I, I hate where I am because hate's not attainable because to hate really is like the end of it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. no one can actually hate, you know? Yeah. Until you come from it, I think. But um No, at the same time, it's just financial. I love where we are, but I hate it because of the fact that people like to knock on windows or play games and try to break in or be weird. And with a kid like I ain't gonna think like I already told Darla too. I said I love you. I'm trying to set up with the investments and stuff mm-hmm. before I snap on someone because like when it comes to like my family, first of all my girl, now my family. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think like I'll just do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and I'm I'm trying to preparate where she's okay and she's good. You know what I mean? Like like just in case any situation happens where I have to like protect someone or do something then I know I'm gonna get locked up like I just want her to be alright and Jukari to be okay you know what I mean like I want them to be forever like just beautiful all my kids like which I only got two but like still like I want my loved ones and friends and my inner circle to be like taken care of and my inner circle is only like five people like but I hang out with a lot of people but like I know that it's only beneficial for them why they're around at that moment, but then at certain times, like, it's, it, either way, me being around someone negative or, or not, I still have fun with it, so mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So now that we're, you know, we got this little one at home, do you ever have, like, worries or fears that somebody is going to hurt hurt your family? Um... No, no, uh, just, I just know that drugs can make someone do something and step out of their frame, so, mm-hmm. um, I, and I've been there, I've been in that route before, like, I've been in that path of being a user, so, mm-hmm. I just, I just know not to provoke, or I know not to take anything easily, or, like, when they're pressing on you, that you have to be stern and come correct, or forever hold your peace, or whatever, however it ends, mm-hmm. because, like, drugs... Not a lot of people can do drugs. People let the drugs do them, so. Yeah. And so, going back to, like, your comment about, you know, if I have to spend my life left up, I want to make sure that they're okay. Yeah, most where, definitely. Where does that come from? Um, me growing up mm-hmm. <laughs> and not being taken care of, like, mm-hmm. and actually being in situations, like, where someone allows you to live with them, so they're, like, taking off their plate, but at the same time seeing being able to to sleep and be around being taken care of but only seeing it and knowing that you gotta leave or it's gonna leave you every time like that's when security comes in and like I want everything to be locked in and just or even if I go if I don't God lets me stay like regardless I don't want to speak like that's coming but I'm just saying like I accept it so I talk about it nonchalantly like it's nothing but I mean I get it it is something and it's a very beautiful thing but at the same time a devastating thing but like as a verse or below so I don't know and is this coming from like the 
case that you have open right now that was just adjourned last week? Like you're no thinking about this is going to go somewhere and you might no. have to go to jail? No, no, no. You're thinking about something in the future that might possibly happen. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. just like in general, like if I like no, because I just I. All right, let me just tell you where that stemmed from. So thoughts a while out. Um, like, I'm I'm a very protective person. Yes. So like with women, I'm like they they even they like they love it, but at the same time they say you're overprotective sometimes. I'm like I bet bet I'll calm it down. Mm-hmm. But like now that I have a kid and a child and it's my own like my my blood like mm-hmm. like that's deep like that's loyalty like you're stepping on like foundation at that point like. I, I will take a life for my family. Like, that's yes, what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. And okay, yeah. I just, I don't, before anything gets that far, like, I already know what I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. So, I don't even have to think. Like, I just assess the body language and everything else on a person. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, why waste time and make stutter step or think rethink yourself and mess up when you can't focus and, like, just pay attention to what it really is because like if you already know something you're just trying to go a different route then you don't have to fight for power or be the loud one you know what i mean like you can just calmly be the pussy i guess in people's eyes like you're a bitch like she my girl called me a bitch because i i made dude back away without fighting him but she, like you have the baby in your arms and um, i'm a dad now like there's it's higher responsibilities like back yes. in the day yeah i would do that i would do that in a heartbeat mm-hmm. but like i'm a dad now like people change and people say change is hard but like people don't change it's just wisdom wisdom grows you know and if you're wise you I guess that's a blessing you get blessed with that that type of growing versus growing in the physical and what's taught you know what I mean to people like what's taught to be socially normal or this social norm or just Overall, physically, the human being, a U.S. citizen, was taught to be. I, I was. Yeah. Okay, I totally understand that. I know for sure if anybody hurt my children or my husband, yeah. I would proudly and happily serve that sentence. Yeah. Of, <laughs> you know for what I'm real. saying? Like, no, I that's real. I don't. I don't mind because Only nobody's did, gonna hurt them. Yeah, and at the same time, it's like. Like I've been on the other side where, when you're you're hurt, you know what I mean. I was part of the that side of the war, you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. I was part of that the army of kids who've been hurt and yes. nobody fought. Like, and I see like I look around and nobody fights for them, you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. and no matter how old, like my best friend, she stuck around for. Like I was a grown man child, and she grew like, and she thinks she was the horriblest person because eleven years out of my life, and we're not even together, and we were together for like six of the years, but then we still held it down for each other, and like, she looks at it as like she stole time from my life, but at the same time, she only she prepared me for life, you know. There you go. Like, I wouldn't be this. Like, I think I would have been like taken advantage of or dead like by now because. Like, she beefed me up for real, for real. Like, she changed my whole perspective and, like, actually taught me how to take a step back and actually, like, look at the world. Like, people aren't just being nice to you, you know what I mean? And once I realized that and started slowing down myself, like, a lot of people weren't there. The same people that always be like, what up, Cal? What up? Nah, they're not. What up, Cal? Like, they're just in my head. (laughs) So, and she was the only one to stick around. And 
So that's why I say my friends list is very small. It's just yes. Kayla, her kids, me, my kids, and my family. Like, mm -hmm. and it's not even my adult part of my bloodline. Like, mm -hmm. y'all got it. You know what I mean? Like, but my siblings, my sisters and brothers, and my family, my adoptive family, like. I know my mom and dad, they won't even accept anything for me because they're already taken care of. But, like, at the same time, like, I want to pay it forward yes. to the people that actually helped raise me and didn't take it easy on me. Because, like, I always thought my mom was an asshole because, like, <laughs> she would always show me tough love. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I actually, like, respect her and thank her now because at the end of the day, like, has she shown me to, like easy love and sweet love and me being in the streets like I was mm -hmm. thinking shit sweet like yeah. I've been ate up like a cupcake like yeah. for real. You would have. But like I met I met Kay and I met Darla and mm -hmm. I just I'm I'm a man now like not yet not well, I'm a growing man but like mm -hmm. I'm gonna get there and I just thank the women in my life I do mm -hmm. I th I thank all the women. And that's why, I, like I said in the beginning, I'm very protective of women, but at the same time, now that it's a kid in the plate and it's my blood, like, I won't think. And, like, I just, I hope everyone knows that. And I love, and when I love, my love just dips into that loyalty. And it's just something about loyalty you don't speak on, you know what I mean? Like, you just, it's a feeling of loyalty. You know? Yeah. So. It's an unspoken. Yeah. Uh, like you just know and like mm -hmm. you don't even have to talk about it with the person like you just know that they know like it's a tele and that's when telekinesis or whatever like yeah. when you just could in sync with someone and like you know that that's your rider or your rider fly is how i go out you know what i mean like regardless there's no dying in my chapters <laughs> like mm -hmm. nobody like and if you do go like it's sad because my grandma's my grandma and my tt i'm just a lot of other people like my cousins baby girl like all of them are like resting in paradise and having like the most majestic place they could be you know what i mean like and it's just i know that it's creeping up like i grew up and no we are all here still and now that it's adults like it's like not everybody knows how to be an adult no not everybody knows how to handle life it's like soldiers growing up but like during their path falling off due to addiction or whatever it means suicidal suicidal thoughts or whatever the case might be it's just like we're losing them and i'm trying to walk in a way like where people like you can still you don't have to destroy like because i know what it's like to be an addict and not only do you become addicted to the drug but you become addicted to little distinctive things like during your path like coloring or doing this or doing that so like during your recovery, not you don't have to get rid of like I don't think all right, this is just my opinion, so object or whatever. But like I don't think that people have to necessarily or addicts as myself, like you don't have to necessarily get rid of everything that was bad to that feeling. Like if you can control and do the drug, like let the drug go, then do the drug. You know what I mean? And and I think but doing the drug is by letting it go. I'm a doer of drugs, <laughs> like, but uh, and at the same time, like, continue to color, but like, make it part of your passion and like, think of like, you know what I mean? Like, sell your art. Like, mm -hmm. a phone is a that's a that's a tool. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and we take it for granted. You know what I mean? Like, everyone has has an opportunity to do something or be something, 
especially the creative ones who are lost in addiction or in the dark world because like those are some of our greatest minds getting That's lost right. in the dark and we'll figure it out i don't know <laughs> that's why they say ignorance is bliss hey, like that that's a good sign like nothing dim yes. the light that shines from within mm-hmm. maya that was a good one is it maya or she's maya? got so many good ones maya maya mm-hmm. angelou yeah angelou she's one of my favorite people in the world yeah her mind is exquisite yeah Things. exquisite that's it, pretty that's pretty it, uh that's rare. I never heard that. It was very exquisite. I would have heard that in Grand Haven. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only word I can think of. That's though. beautiful. That's, that's what that's she beautiful. is. She's she's exquisite. She's got some good ones. If you ever look up at her interviews on YouTube, yeah, you'll have chills all over your body. You'll be crying. You'll be you'll yeah, be feeling all sorts of things. Oh my! I love her. Well, she loves you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she loves a lot of people. She's loving. That's just who she is. Yeah. And she's got lots of support. But, yeah. I don't know where I was heading with that. But well, what's her, well, what's her story? I feel like you wanted to talk about it, but then you thought about it, like, oh, the time. Yeah. I feel like something conflicted you, and you had to decide. You can do both. Know. I don't know where I was going. I was thinking about a specific interview I watched of hers that really moved me. And it was about being somebody's rainbow. Yeah. And you know how you're so caring, you want to be a blessing for others. That's kind of where this interview was heading. Like, she talked about she, you know, she had dark clouds in her sky. Yeah. But she had rainbows. She had people that supported her or helped her grow. What if she was like her? So, but she would see and. Before you go deeper, because like that helped me to see just unlock something in my head, like like that same thing. I feel like I'm going through, but I feel like my rainbow is very bright and full of color. But I feel like the other side, like coming through what I came through, I lost the color in my in my sight, though. You know what I mean? If that makes sense, because like I can't acknowledge it and give credit or respect to what when it's due or necessarily when it's big or when it's necessary. Only, like, when it's, I guess, typically considered unnecessary, do I do nice, generous things, or, but, like, when it's, like, when it's, I guess, yeah, yeah, and I guess I fuck up somewhere, because, like, I don't see it, you know what I mean, and I I just don't want to fall, I don't know, I guess I don't want to fall victim in front of God's eyes, because of something I don't know how to speak on, or get out, or, like, help in that sense of way, because who do I ask on the earth? about something that's in my soul or like what I'm going through on a higher conscious where people are like, bro, you get high too much, bro. You permafried. No, nigga, these are real worries, bro. Like, I worry about my soul just like I worry about my family and my body and my loved ones, bro. Like, that's right. nothing's different. Like, I'm trying to prepare for, a, I don't know, but I'm preparing. <laughs> With that darker rainbow or that like less saturated and color rainbow, do you feel like do you feel like you're falling like victim sometimes? Um, yeah, not victim because of, uh, to be a victim, you got to lose. And even if I lose, I don't consider it a loss because I'm still alive. You know, I'm still up. But even if I was to lose everything, like I've done many, many times in my life, like no matter what, like I, I'll still, like I'm still up. Like I'm still in, I'm still in this. Like there's no quitting. Like I don't know, like I'm still in the battle. I just gotta, I gotta reset, like, just same, I got the same wisdom, 
Mm-hmm. I don't have to lose it all. I just lost my material material things. You know what I mean? I got to re-up and get back there and climb the mountain again and again and again, and again until I get it right. And I've never been this high on the mountain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And I think I'm on, I, my mountain resembles it has the soul of Kilimanjaro. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm trying to get there and get on the other side. So I'm going to keep climbing. And okay. keep and keep making sure I don't lose nobody who's climbing with me. Mm-hmm. Like I'll pause for the cause to wait up and still climb. Cause I'm not in a rush. I don't let I don't let time control the, my home life. I guess. Yes. But I do let the time. Like I know time exists in this world, so I gotta move with it and not against it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm on my right. Yeah. I gotta listen to Twenty One Pilots. 21 Pilots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're eye-openers. That's another good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you could, like, pinpoint something that you've been struggling with lately that you want help overcoming or you're working on it real hard right now, what would you say that is? Um, not to... Not to bite, not to bite the plum. Okay. Just enjoy the plum, you know what I mean? Because I want to bear good fruits, and if someone in my life got a new chance in a fruit that you, that I feel, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to let that fruit be a good fruit and continue to grow its branches and more fruits, because too, too many fruits getting entwined too early could cause I'm going to say cross-contamination. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't want to mess up yet. I want us all to be fully fully harvested and ready to, for the, um, I guess, our new life, our new blessings. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say the afterlife because I'm living now. Like mm-hmm. This yeah. isn't the life. This is internal life right now. Until proven otherwise on the other side. And that part is unknown. Mm-hmm. I leave it there. Yeah, good. So just enjoying life and not spoiling it. Yeah. Yeah, just trying your best to enrich things yeah. in your life. Even even coffee, like she was proud of me, and she looked at me and she was like, "Continue to, continue to do what you're doing," and smiled at me. Like she was in there laughing. I walk out of the room. Everybody's looking at her room like confused, mm-hmm. but she was in there laughing and having a good time. We were both rolling, having a good time, good. and I was prepared for doom. I was like. Go to jail. But it was different. And I feel like her staff looked at her different too when they seen that she can actually smile and be a happy person. Because yeah. I heard Chris Coffey was one of the toughest people there. Mm-hmm. So. So what would be like, would you say that that's like your goal in your own words for treatment is to just like stay on path with enriching and, you know, your life and others and being a blessing? What would you say is your goal for this? My goal is to get a plan, be a man, and not just plan. (laughs) That's dizzy, right? I was just going to. But no, um, ultimately, I want to, I want to be happy. And no longer shall I be in the pursuit. I I just I I am I am on my way to be happy. Like mm-hmm. 
there's no, I'm close to happy. I'm I'm happy. No, I don't even know how to say it. Like happy is in front of me, but we both gotta like we're waiting on the time to like introduce ourselves. Like we walk past each other and like I don't know how I'm saying this if you're taking it anyway, but like I just mean overall like happiness is out there, mm-hmm. and the world is smaller than you think, but it is so big and vast. But at the same time, like. I walk past my happiness. I don't know where we be walking by, but like, we're just trying to make sure it's cordial when we meet each other and we embrace the beginning to forever, you know? Like, so. And that comes, you know, Calquan, from being, like, growing up and experiencing, like, you're trying, you're trying, but things aren't coming. You're trying, you're trying, but things aren't coming. Now you're on top of this huge high mountain. Yeah. But your brain might be saying, something's gonna happen right like something worse like and that's the thing like there is no knocking down on this point i made it too far on this journey like i i can't fail i won't fail Mm -hmm. and i know i know my god will he won't allow it like like but at the same time like sometimes like when i know that it's shaking and i feel like an avalanche or Mm -hmm. something's gonna knock me down Mm -hmm. i either turn to olaf because then i can vibe with it (laughs) you know what Mm -hmm. i mean or like on some real serious shit but on some real serious shit like I just feel like sometimes I want to just stake out. Like, all right, put up tents. We're gonna we're gonna post up for a while until until it calms down or we find, you know, that our next food or our next day of sunlight or water or whatever the the care package is. Like, yeah. until we're able to advance because not everything is on our time. You know what I mean? Like, we can't keep going. If there's an obstacle upon our mountain, we're trying to move with the faith of mustard that we have. Then. I mean, like, we're pushing limits because at that point we're trying to, God will do it. We'll continue to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, if he's trying to set you down, like, sometimes pause, you know what I mean? Pause for the cause. Mm-hmm. Get your, figure out some stuff, take a break, rehabilitate your body, and get back to it. You know what I mean? That's right. And so, like, not, I took the controller out of my hand and mm-hmm. I put it in God's. That's great. Yeah. That is so great. You surrendered. Yeah. Good. With open arms. Good. It seems like my friends and family, they they were always there with me, but they were just like, they were waiting for me to join. It was like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I wouldn't leave until I, my friend, like, until she got baptized, you know what I mean? Like, and the one that they considered dark and evil, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I just want her to sh- be able to shine bright, brighter than diamond, on a sense, because like, granted, like, she's still fucking up in her life, but like, I know what it was like to actually be in a position like we were living in Plainfield and we were ballers like we were we were ballers like and I say that with a slick smooth suave little sound because like we were driving like the hardest cars we had the most like we were and we were doing it legally like we were it was all green we were selling pounds of weed like Mm -hmm. like we were happy and she was bright like she would went from wearing dark dirty stinking cigarette clothes to going to like TJ Maxx to uh, Bur- what is it? The Co Factory, Burlington Co Factory, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and like she would come out with like these bright whites and greens and pinks, and she would rock this shit out, and she had her leather jacket still to let you know, like I'm still gutter, but like mm-hmm. she was just, she was going to church, she was happy, like she was, she was just a happy woman, and like not everybody can take, you know, something like that, and then taking like then within a night all of it just swiped from me like 
she, not everyone can take uh, abandonment because in her eyes that's abandonment even if it's materialistic people fall in love with materialistic things and I and I acknowledge that from like growing up in church you know what I mean and like she wasn't focused on materialistic things at that time it was it was like at that point she boosted past materialistic things that we were giving money away and like helping people and like we were smiling and still working had jobs and she she was on a different like she was already planning like big things for her kids writing gifts down and it was just taken within a night and like that destroyed her like all the way to the bottom that we both went down and I had to be there with her you know what I mean like I had to I had to actually chill with her and like be her because like if had I not been there had or she not been there for me I feel like at the same time we both wouldn't be here and I wouldn't have met Darla or been the father that I am or she wouldn't have met the person that she's with or the life that she's living now that is 20 times better than what she was living but still to the social norm like people were like oh she wild and she out of control but like granted like she comes a long way and like we both come a long way and I don't know she just she deserves happiness and Darla does too because I don't even know Darla's whole story because I feel like it's it's sensitive for her. So I leave it alone, but at the same time, like you can feel, like I'll look at her and like, she'll be so happy looking at the baby. And like, I can just see, because like, she'll be like, it's like a fly swatter with her mom and her parents. Like she, no, I don't know, stay away. Like, and I can just see like, it's just, it's something dark, you know what I mean? But like, but she doesn't want it around her child at all. And like, she's like, he doesn't, I don't want him staying there ever alone like if she goes we're both going i don't even want them there because of the dogs and like like every there's always going to be a reason why she doesn't want them around and i respect that because like i don't know everything about you and i always ask but i don't force i don't make you have to tell me because like sometimes real does recognize real you know what i mean and we relate because like some of our outlets from certain situations or things in our adult life we both like we have like some of the same outlet moves or maneuvers mm -hmm. like we'll start start a fight for no reason mm -hmm. and now that we both know that like now we're like okay so now we can just talk about it and if she catches an attitude or i catch an attitude we will talk shit still but low talk shit mm -hmm. but like then at the end of us talking shit we'll acknowledge this the problem like because we already know what it was but like instead of getting mad and break up type like we just walked each other down through what we were going through our little battle and then we'll laugh about it at the end of it like minutes down long wrong, we'll just think about it like i can't believe i just yelled at you about that i, right. I can't believe we just argued yeah. something so minimal yeah. yeah so i just those are my those are my two my two favorites my my eight and nine mm -hmm. yeah so did do you remember and I feel like I talked to you about this the image of peace with the bird yeah. inside of the mountain yeah 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 remember that yeah the reason I bring that up is just because um, you know yeah we're we don't want to be in the pursuit of happiness right we want right. to be living Actually, in yeah. it right what's the next step you know what I mean? even if we aren't you know living the life exactly how we want to live it but we're still blessed right? yeah and always still, yeah always. and even though we have these turbulences or setbacks or we're doing really good and then all of a sudden god throws this barrier to make sure that we're paying attention indeed yeah there's there can still be happiness and peace always always yeah. good 
Okay, so let's schedule you for next week. Okay. Um, you want to do another Monday again? Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. Uh, I don't have an 11, but I got... The new word word of the day we, we what we say in our, uh, me and Darla we say perfect now. You do? Yeah.